Gemara Nun. Here we begin today's daf on the third line on the nest, starting with the word Metibe. So let's read again. We have a shita of the Habar Hanina. The Habar Hanina shita is that every time you have a Musaf, you blow an extra nine tiki off. So that means if it's Musaf, uh, Shabbat, Rosh Chodesh, you blow nine for Shabbat and nine for Rosh Chodesh. So Gemara now is going to start challenging that, uh, that premise. Metive, we have a question. We know that when Rosh Chodesh is alone, you blow. We know when Shabbat is alone, you blow. You think that when you're together, you blow for both? That's when the Pasuk has to say, Which means, uh, to teach you that even if there's uh, a lot of Musafim, you only blow one. Each one. That each one is separate. So therefore what? Each one is separate. Not when it comes uh, when it's Shabbat. Not when it comes uh, when it coincides with something else. Oh, so he's saying that when it coincides with something else, you don't blow it. Only when it's Shabbat, blow. Such a question as of Haber Hanina. So give it a hell that this is unanswerable. Tiyufta. Derabaha. Tiyufta. Now the Gemara is going to explain the Derasha in a second, so be patient. Gemara says, My Talmudah, what's this Derash? Yom Samat Kemuadikem, what is it teaching you? Amar Biyamar Kira'u Brashe Chodchechem. It says, Brashe Chodchechem in the plurality. Hukshu kol Chodashim Kudam Zelaze. All the months are going to be compared to each other. Which means, Ben Rosh Chodesh alone, Ben Rosh Chodesh Haliyot, Beshabbat. All the months are the same, which is only bring one. Because if you tell me some Rosh Chodesh you bring two if they fell on Shabbat, not bring two. Of course you have two Musafs. I mean the Gabet Tikiot. Because nobody is talking about Utkartem Basosedot. All the Rosh Chodeshes have one uniform rule Ben Shahaliyot Bechol, Ben Shahaliyot. Bishabbat. How do I know that? Ubrashiho Chikim. Hukshu kolashim. That what? It's one uh, one system. All the same. That's the Dirasha. Another Dirasha. Ravashe Amar Kitiv Hotchikim. Uhtiv Ubrash. It says Hotchikim. There's no yud in the Hotchikim, by the way. So therefore, it's like uh, one month. Hotchikim is like one month. And then it says that before that Ubrash. Rashi is plural. So make up your mind. Is it a plurality or is it a singular? So the Gemara says, What month has two heads? Rashi, which month has two heads? Because it's Rosh Hashanah and it's also Rosh Chodesh. Without a yud. That even though Rosh Hashanah, which is also Rosh Chodesh, is considered one event. One event. And therefore you do not treat it for each one.
So that's again another way you're giving a dirasha. But the point is only one per uh, day and not per musaf. And it puts a question against Abahabar. Against Abahab. Rashi. Shene Rashi. ‫-ואותניה, <laughs> No, no, no. The first day of Holomoy. First day. We only showed the first day of Holomoy. What was the Levim singing when they brought the Musaf? That's if one of the days of Holomoed fell out on a Shabbat, so what happens? Yimotu yidachem. So they push away Yimotu, which is what? Pebet, which they normally read on the last day of Cholamohed. They skip that at all. And then they just uh, continue. Look at that sheet. Vimhal, Shabbat. They just get to, get to take one out. Vimhal, Shabbat, Behad, Mem. Yidhu, Shira, Mohed. Which is they followed the order. The first day they said what they were supposed to say. They're following the order. Which means follow the order, no matter what it is. So let's say Shabbat is, is, is the first day of Cholamoyed. Okay, so Shabbat, you have to sing whatever you have to sing on Shabbat. On the second day of Cholamoyed, sing the first day song and just follow. So you, obviously, your motto, which is the last day, is going to get cut off. We have six days. We have six days. The last day is your motto. Okay, now let's say Shabbat is the first day of Olamoyed. Shabbat has its own song. Okay. We didn't discuss the Shabbat song. Okay, on, on day two, pick up from one. So automatically you're going to follow one, two, three, four, five. So you cutting out the last one, obviously. So your motto gets cut. Because you're not getting six. And if and Shabbat's in the middle, then we. Also, also pause. Give it Shabbat and continue where you left off. But the point is, you're always going to lose the last one because. One for one, you know, one goes in, one goes out. That's what the first opinion says. Yimotu yidachem. Okay, fine. Rav Safra, manach beu simana. Rav Safra gave a siman so you can remember this. Humbahi. 
Meaning to do it first, but you can't because it's even tadir. Another one answered tadir because it's a siman. This is tadir. Meaning we would have we would have said it. We wouldn't be okay because it's tadir. Correct. So, but first we we so 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 in Rosh Hashanah says no. We 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 would okay because of the siman. That that that's how we got out of Rosh Hashanah. In Shabbat we can't say that. So we would have. Fine, I hear you. Wait. So wait. Go go slow. Go slow. Don't get lost. So what did they do? Don't get lost. On Halam um, um, uh, it gives you the order of the songs. And it says on Shabbat, on Shabbat they had a song of Shabbat. And therefore, since they had a special song of Shabbat, they pushed the last song off the list. Why they pushed the last song off the list? Shabbat, they should sing the Shabbat song and sing the Holam Oed song. Yes, we always brought two Musafim, that's not a Sheila. So they just didn't sing for they one They didn't one. sing for one of them. What are they doing? Oh, what are they doing? They sang the Shabbat song. What's all? Okay. Anyway, they, they sang one song. And the point is, we said, when did they blow the Shofar? At the time of the singing. Oh, according to Rabaha, you said that they, they blow the Shofar? To each uh, each item, the Gemara says, "What are you talking about?" Ravah didn't make this up. Ravah pesukin to to prove his shita wasn't something he just thought of in his own head. Remember, he learned that the pasuk says yitkiu, right? Yitkiu ba'asoserot. It says that the according to the Musafim, he brought a pasuk. So the Gemara says, Amar Avina, Lomar, Shema'arichin, Bitkiot. All it means is that on a day that they had two Kurbanot Musaf, they would lengthen the Tikiot so it would last for both. But they wouldn't blow twice. Shema'arichin, mm. Bitkiot. Until you finish both, uh, both songs. But not that they blew a separate uh, for each one. That's how they answer it. The Banan de Kesari, that's the rabbis from Kesari, Caesarea. He just got more lowers. Not that they made more sounds. He had extra couple of guys standing there lowering. But it was the same. Nine tiki on for both. Either way. Right? That's what the Pasuk means. So therefore, you can't say, oh, the Bahara Pasuk. Don't worry about the Pasuk. We'll, we'll, we'll handle the Pasuk. Okay. Now, we go. Huh? Now we go. Lecture mode on. Okay, now we go to our story. What's the artist? So we have two days. Okay, so what are we going to do over here? The Anan, the Itlan, Treyume. And what's the artist? It's us. What's the artist, people? We have two days. What's the problem? Hechi Abdrashi. Migrashi over there. Anan. The Itlan Treyome Hechiag Mishum, the Ayri Beshte Parashiot Hamoraot Leyom. First, she has to tell us what, is this, what are we doing over here. What's the connection between uh, what we just discussed and Yom Tov Shinishab Galuyot? It says, since we're talking about a situation, since we're talking about a situation, that what? Where two things fall out on the same day, which we talked about now, Shabbat and the holiday. And one of them we push away, like we learned. One song is pushed away for the Shabbat. 
Kabaela, the Gemara has a question. The Anan de Mivela le Memal Bislota de Musafin. When we pray Musaf on the holiday, what do we say? Et Musfe Hayom. Musfe. The Korbanot Hag. Enam Shabin. Now we know the Korbanot on Sukkot, they're always changing. Shaparim et Maatim Beodchim. The Parim always decrease. The Itlan Treyo Me Yom Tov. Mesefeka. We do two days of Yom Tov Mesefek. Velo Matsina Lememar Biyom Tov Sheni Tarashat Ubayom Asheni. In the Sefer Torah, we can't read Bayom Asheni because in Ken Abdina Nechol. Then you're saying about it's Holamoed. Umifedan Lememar Be Ubahamisha Asariyom. Kiyom Akama. And that's what we do. On the first day of Sukkot, we read Bahamisha Asariyom like we read on the first day. Hechi Abdinan Berishon Shil Hola Mo'ed. Now, once the first day of Hola Mo'ed comes, what are you going to read? Are you going to read day two? Or are you going to read day three? What is it? Ubishari Yari. And the rest of the days. Mi Amrina Biyomak Kama Obiyom Sheni. Dehavin Lememar Me Etmol. Vechen Keseder. Venimsash Shibiyom Shibiyish Al Araba. Nomar Ubayom Shishi. Just continue. That means uh, on uh, day three you can read Bayom Hashini and uh, you're going to lose a day. By the time you get to the last day, you're going to be on the Bayom Hashishi. Is that what you do? You just pick up as if it's Bayom Hashini. Obviously, the next day with Shishini Hatsere, you can't read Bayom Hashini because then you're making it whole. The Im that means basically you cut off day seven from the reading. Or or you start from Yom Shilishi and go to seven and then Yom Shili will be Nidhe. And you'll skip number two, which means something has to give over here. What are you saying? So, on the Sifra. Oh, it's just Which means something has to give. Because once you make the first two days one, so on day three are you reading Bayom Shilishi? So if you're reading Bayom Shilishi, so then you miss Bayom Shilishi. And if you say no, the first two days are considered one, Yom Shilishi is Yom Shilishi. And on day seven is out. So the Gemara wants to know basically, which is the question is, how do you read the Sefer Torah and Cholam Oren Sukkot? This is the question that we have. Oh, so he was, Amar Abaye, Shini Yidachet. Rabbi Amar Shibi Oyidachet. To the Vichitot. One rabbi says get rid of two, and rabbi says get rid of uh, seven. So the Gemara says, Tanya Kibate de Rabba. We have a Rayat Rabba. What was the Rosavashita? Seven is Yidachet. That means start with. Uh, two and then three and four five and six and how they go so level seven you're not going to read we have a bright that support this what do we learn over here that if Shabbat is one of the days back to the Beit HaMikdash so we said the last one gets Cut off. That means follow the order. Similarly, we will say, start from two, continue the order, and whatever the last one is, drop it. So just like Yimotu is pushed off, which is the last one in the Beta Mikdash, so the Chara, day seven should be pushed off uh, as well. <coughs> oh, now the Gemara says what we do. 
اتکین امیمور بن اردعا دے مدلے گے دلو گے مدلے گے دلو گے go back which means you read on day 3 2-3 and then the next day you're going to read 3-4 so you're basically you get, you get all the days we read those days Look at Ashi. Look at Ashi. Adam, you're going to read it today. Gentlemen, pay attention. Adam's going to read the big Ashi and explain it, please. Atkinu. Today, what they said yesterday. I remember we learned that Rosh Chodesh have a problem how to read Rosh Chodesh because there's not enough Pesukim for the Aliyot. So remember we said you have to go back a Pesuk. So we call that Doleg. Doleg is got to go back. So therefore we're going back 2-3 and the next day we're 3-4. Hey, 3 you read yesterday. So with Dalugeh on the 3. So similarly when we said in Rosh Chodesh Dalugay, you go back and read what you read for the last Aliyah. Rav Amar. Rav Amar Dolek, Shomer Hashani, Ehad Mena Pesukim Shamar Rishon. Beautiful. Bechihechi Dakin Amemor Me'enyan Tefillah. Okay. So for us it's for Sefer Torah. In their Tefillah, could be they had Pesukim that they read in the Tefillah for the Kurbanot. For us it's not enough Kemina so much for Tefillah, because the whole number of Tefillah is really the same every day, but not Kemina for Sefer Torah. which means the main one that reads the Sefei Koshel Yom is the fourth order which is actually uh, how we do it? We go back and we read both for the uh, for the for the uh, for the for the Rivi. We read Bayom Ashini for the for the Kohen, and then we read Bayom Ashlishi, and then Bayom Ashlishi, and then we read both. So the Rivi gets the Sefer Koshel Yom because he's the main guy. He's coming for the holiday. Uh-huh. The so he's the main guy, so we give him the. She says the first three guys, I don't care you want to read. You want to read Shani, 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 do whatever you want, as long as you give the double to the fourth guy. <laughs> he said in the Shi's custom one, two, three, four. Which means that the guy who got Aliyah Shilishi wasn't even part of the Sifikot. Bechlav, yeah. On day three, where we would say the Sifikot is two, three. So that she says the custom by his rabbis was Aliyah Kohen Bayom Hashini. 
Aliyat Levi by Yom Shalishi. Aliyat Tisel by Yom Rabbi'i. Which is not even part of this effect of the Yom. Because we don't care. We don't care. Uh, We're reading. We're reading. reading. The fourth guy, two, three. Two, three. That's the main item. Gemara continues. Anun here, Amud Bet. Yom Tov, Arishon, Shel Hag. First day of the holiday. Hayusham Yud Gimel Parim. Elim Shenayim. Usir Echad. So altogether there is sixteen korbanot of Musaf. Thirteen pars, two rams, uh, one uh, uh, he goat. Nishtayirusham Yudalid Kebasim plus there's fourteen Kebasim. That's also part of the uh, everyday. <coughs> part of the korbanot of everyday of Sukkot. <coughs> So it's 14 plus 16. 13, 14, 16. So how much have altogether? 30. 30. Lishmona mishmarot. And this is broken into 8 mishmarot, which means, let's go review. We have 24 groups of Kohanim. The Kohanim are broken into groups. And you'd have uh, rotations. Each uh, week another uh, group would work. Basically each group would work twice a year. And some groups maybe get a, a third chance. But two chances you get because there's 50 weeks in the year. So what happens over here on the way the works on Sukkot is, is you have a lot of Kurbanot every single day. So they would divide it amongst 24 Mishmanot. 24 Mishmanot. How do they divide it amongst 24 Mishmanot? 16 the first one. So he says, well, he says over here, the Shmona Mishmanot. How? Bayom Rishon Shisha Makribim Shnaim Shnaim, which means you have six Mishmanot on the first day. Each one brings Shnaim Shnaim. Each one means that's 12 Kurbanot. Vashe'ar, and now you have the rest of the Mishmarot. Vashe'ar, how much rest do you have in the Mishmarot? 18. Vashe'ar, Vashe'ar, Echad, Echad. It's only talking about the last eight Mishmarot. Go, 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 all the Mishmarot work on the holidays. V'shesh esrei mehem makribim, shesh esrei behemot anal. The first day, the 16, off the bat, 16 Mishmarot are done. Every Mishmar brings one. So now you have eight Mishmarot left from the 24. Nishtayiru, dechona Mishmarot, zochot, mechavot, abot, mahmat aregel. No Mishmar is less when it comes to the Nekos' obligation of the Sibur. So each Mishmar is equally represented. The Mishmar of the week can't say, hey, it's my week. I get all these extra korbanot. No, 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 no. Everybody gets this belongs to everybody. Yom Rishon, Shayu Shmona Mishmarot. Why do you have Shmona Mishmarot? Because 16 already we took care of. Each Mishmar does one. You have 13 plus 2 plus 1. That's 16 Mishmar. You have 8 left. So now we're going to discuss how you divide the remaining Mishmar to the 8 Mishmar that are left over. So now you have 14 Kibbatsin. Very good. So 6 will bring 2. So that's 12. And then 1 1. And then you have 8 Mishmarot. That's 
שהיו שמונה משמרות לי"ד כבשים, how is that broken up? שישה משמרות מן השמונה היו מגיעים שני כבשים, כל אחת מהם, מלא שני מעשר כבשים, והשאר, two משמרות, two קורבנות, שניים הנותרות מקריבות אחת אחת. Very good, and that's how it's going to follow the whole way. Let's get back to the Mishnah. Where's Bashir? Bashini. See, it's one, two, three, four, fifth line in the Mishnah. Bashini, Hamisha Makribim, Shnaim Shnaim, Vashear Echat Echat. Bashi. On the second day, Shinit Ma'et Echat Mena Parim. Which means instead of having 13 parim, you have 12 parim. So now you have 15. You have 15 korbanot. So you have 15 mishmarot. And now how many mishmarot do you have left over? Nine. nine. And how many korbanot do we have for the nine? Fourteen. Fourteen. So how do you split it up? So it says, Tish'am mishmarot liyad kebasim. So therefore, five, each one will bring two. two, that's ten. And then you have the extra four, each one will bring one. Always know the, the, the first, first one, first fifteen, it'll always minimize. So instead of having sixteen mishmarot, now you only have fifteen mishmarot, because it's fifteen kurbanot. Thirteen, so you short nine. So we have to divide fourteen by nine. So how are we going to do that? Five mishmarot will be two each. So that's ten. And then you got four, and that's it. That's nine. Basic mathematics, but you have to just speak it out. Okay, now we go to the third day. Because when it says Dalad Nekarim, that's only talking about the extras. The remainders, exactly. Who decides? Not the Sonim, who decides which Mishmar does the first part or the second part? We'll see. Meshelishi, now Meshelishi, you have 14. The first set is 14. Because now you're up to. Uh, 11 parim. 11 parim. Uh, 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 so that's uh, 14. So how many do you have left over? 10. And you have to split 14 korbanot by 10. So dalid makribim shnaim shnaim. So 4 mishvaro will bring 2. So that's 8. And how much you have left over? 6. And that's it. And you finish it. Vashi'ar, echad, echad. And that'll take care of the 10 mishmarot. Barbi'i. How much you have in the first uh, section, Barbi'i? You're down to... You're down to... 12. 12 mishmarot. No, 13 mishmarot. 13 mishmarot. And you have 11 remaining. So get rid of 13 mishmarot and the first thing to come in. How are you going to split 14 by 11? It says, Shiloshah makribim shnaim shnaim. Three mishmarot, take care of two, so that's six. Vashar echad echad. Next five, bring one one, and you have 11. Bahamishi. Okay, so now Bahamishi, you have 12 in the first part. So you got rid of 12 mishmarot. Now you have 12 mishmarot to divide 14. Shnaim makribim shnaim shnaim. So that's, you got rid of two mishmarot, that's four. Four. Now you have ten korbanot left over, so they bring ten, and then we have twelve mishmarot. Bashishi. Oh, now the tilt goes the other way. Now you have eleven mishmarot on the first side, and you need thirteen on the second side. So eleven mishmarot, you take care. Now we need to do thirteen mishmarot, fourteen korbanot. So therefore, echad makrib shnayim. One brings two, and then you go even the next uh, twelve bring uh, one each. Veshar echad echad. Bashi bi'i 
כולם שווים. מה זה כולם שווים? One each. Which means, there you have ten and fourteen. Beautiful. Fourteen, one each. They have no problem on that side. כולם שווים. בשמיני, בשמיני you have a problem. Because שמיני is פר אחד. That's it. Minimize all these kurbanot. So you got to go back to the lottery. Because everybody's equal. So everybody back at the hat. And then you decide who's going to bring. Bashimini. Hazu lepayis kibir galim. Like a regular regal. Amru mishe kriv parim ayom. Lo yakriv lemachar. Ela chuzim halila. That's the answer to your question, John. Look at Nashi. That's the last Nashi we have to read. For the Mishnah. Amru. Adam, you're the reader. Amru. <coughs> Which is parim are part of the first group, right? You'd give a parim, you'd bet parim, and so on and so forth. So they would announce whoever bought parim yesterday, don't bring parim today. Oh, they do it on the regular days. Right, on the regular days. Ashi. Sheila mishmarot sheikribu kibasim etmo manichim otam ela chazrin chadila. Right, you want to give them chances to bring parim a couple of times also. Not that the guys always bring in kibasims. Give them a chance to bring parim. Fruits. Okay. There's only two mishmarot that would only get two two chances as opposed to three. You explain. Kitsa. So already 13 mishmarot got. The past. Okay, you are a Rishon. So that's your answer, John. We have the order of the Mishmarot. Yoyadim is first. You know, it says in the Rishon the order of the 13. You don't just pick any 13. They have an order. Medium. Yoyadim Rishon, Arab Yedaya, etc. Harim. Kulan Kemochet, Srinish. Okay, Nishru Ashte Asle. Now you're left with what? 11. Yeah, because 13 brought Parim. So we want everybody to have a chance to bring parim. So we have 11 mishmarot that did not bring parim yet. Correct? Mm-hmm. So what happens? So we have ashter esle acharonot la'ilim v'lekibasim. Fine, they do the ilim and the kibasim, they finish up. Lemachorat ayu shnem asar parim. So the 11 that didn't bring yesterday will bring today. So now by the second day, everybody brought at least one par. Continue from where you left over. Exactly. On the second day already, one Mishmar already had done two rounds of Pari. And you go back to the beginning of the group. Yohayib is always number one. So Yohayib comes back. Now on, on day three, you'll start from the second Mishmar. Right? And you'll go on day three of 13, 12, 11. So you'll get 11 uh, Parim. Uh, okay, right? And now, uh, after you have that 11... It was 70 parim total. Uh, go, go day by day. I'm saying it. So, but the she's teaching us. So therefore, on day three, uh, you started from the second uh, group, and you went 11. Okay, continue. Nimsa, shishana yu hoyarim, lebado, bashirishi, hayu ahadasar parim, viklibum yud alif mishmarot shahari yu hoyarim. Perfect. Nimsa Shishanu Yudbet Mishmarot. So already now twelve Mishmarot already did twice Parim. Barbi'i Hayu Asara Parim. Vikribum Asara Mishmarot Shalaharem. The ten after because you did eleven. So you have ten to go. So then you have more than ten to go. So then those ten already brought twice. Hare Shishanu 
Shanu, Nimsu Khabit Mishmarot Shonot. So now already 22 Mishmarot bought twice. Bahamishi Tisha Parim. So the last two Mishmarot get a, 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 their second round. And you start the cycle again, another seven. So the first seven already on Yom Hamishi did three times. Shtemish for the Haranot Ekribu, Shnaim Hosei Yoyarib, Veshesh Mishmarot Shalachalab, Vekribu Shiva, Hareshishu, Shiva Mishmarot. Now, Bashishi, Shemona Parim, Vekribu Mashmona Shalacharem. So now, 15 Mishmarot did three times. Mishmarot Shishu, Bashviri Shiva Parim. So 15, you'll go to 22. So 22 Mishmarot did three times. Nimsa, that only two Mishmarot will not get three times to bring Parim. Which go over to the next year now? No, 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 no. Very good question. It's not again. Go, say again, say again. 72 Mishmarot. Yes. So you bring three. You really need 72. Check. So two, 72 minus Very good. Now let's say that the Mishnah is going like Rabbi and not Rabbanan. Where are we, by the way? We're at here. Lema Matniti. Are you the reader or no? Lema Matniti. The Ketani, the Shemini, Chazim, the Fayez, Kibbele, the Pais. The Kasat, Adate, the Chol Mishmarot, Ta'od, Umefisot, Rabihi, the Lord Rabbanan. But we thought, we understand the Mishnah means, that was on the Shemini outside it. All 24 go in the box. And it's its own pious. Oh, so pious. That must be going like the beaver, don't know why. The Tanya, Padaba Bishmini, the father comes up to me outside, but Kailam, if I seen Alab, the Vreda B. So no, you give the those two guys they they, they, they they fight it out. Oh, so you see from our Mishnah that says what it goes back to the pies as much as it goes back to all twenty-four. That's mashma like the B. Because the banan mash we only give it to the last two. What it means Hazru the pious means the last two. Maybe the Mishnah meant the last two. So you have no... Yeah, you have no idea. The Mishnah is not going to rabbis. What? The last two does not have to do a lottery? The last two. So when it says, Hasru la Pais, the Pais have two. Keman Azla Hadetanya Kor the Mishmarot Shonot Umishalishot Hus Mishnem Mishmarot Shonot Ve'en Mishalishot Nehma Rabbi Ve'lo Rabbanan That's right, because comes out according to Rabbanan one of the two Mishmarot is going to bring three times also. Because they're going to bring the part of Shemini Atzeret. The Amishnah gave the rule. Two Mishmarot only bringing twice. And that's all according to the rabbis. Because according to the rabbis, exactly, one of those two Mishmarot is only bringing twice. Because the one that wins the part of Shemini Atzeret is bringing three times. 
So the Gemara says, "Afilu temar banan, my lo shilishu b'pareh hag." Pashut. That when it said that Akra means three times means in pareh hag. They might be three times somewhere else, but in parim they only bring. Umay kamash malan. By the way, what is the kamash malan over here? What, 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 what is the Mishnah uh, uh, teaching us over here? Which means, what, 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 what is the Braita teaching us this over here? When the Braita said. What did the Braita teach us more than the Mishnah taught us? When it said, all the Mishmarot go three times, except two that only go twice. The Braita is coming to teach me, if you brought Parim Ayom, you do not bring Mahar, which means, like the Mishnah taught that's the solution of Mishnah. That don't think you keep on uh, going to the beginning of the list. You end up where you ended off uh, yesterday. Meaning on day one, you went to 1 to 13. On day two, you start from 14 to 24. And then you go back to, again. That's always true. Amar, B, Al-Hazab. Hanesh, Shib'in, Parim. Kenegid, me. The 70 ox bulls that they brought on the Hag. Keneged me, keneged shivayim umot. The seventy nations. What do we want? The seventy nations. She says, so the rain will come. They need kapara, otherwise we're not going to get rain. So we bring. They only know what we do for them. They're doing. We're working for them. With you, they will never destroy the Beit Hamikdash if they knew exactly how much we work for them. That they should get kapara, so they can have rain. Because America, America 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 on the last day, everybody goes home. He tells his friend to me, if I ever stay one extra day, I'll make a little sauda. So same thing For the seven days of Sukkot, it's a general assembly. All the Goyim, Shemim Parim. On the last day, Borei Alam says, okay, we got rid of them. You stay one more extra day with me. And all that grab. Parehad. That's the Yehud. I'll say it is the Yehud with the Kadosh Baruch Hu. And this is what David said. Amar Yuhanan, Oilaim no Avteko Kavim Sheibdu. They destroyed the Beit Hamikdash. Me'en Yudaim Mas Sheibdu. Bezman Shebeit Hamikdash Kiyam Zbeiach Mechaper Alehem. Ve'Achshav Mi Mechaper Alehem. Now who's going to be Mechaper? Gentlemen, we're saying Adushim. So now on this. Eh, <laughs> this stuff you couldn't have understood, but now you hear you, you understand. This is all easy stuff here. Listen, listen to the explanation. The Gemara says over here that on Sukkot they brought uh, 70, uh, 70 bulls, 70 parim. Every day of Sukkot, on the first day they brought 13, and the next day 12, and the next day 11, and so on and so forth. 
So if you do the mathematics, 70 parim they brought on Sukkot. And the Gemara just said, why did they bring the 70 parim? In order to represent the 70 nations. All the nations are represented. And it's a kapara for them. Why do they need kapara? They have averot. What do we care to bring them kapara? Because if they don't get kapara, God's not bringing the rain onto the world. And that's the court we're judged for the rain. So look how Am Yisrael is worried about the world. We take care of the goyim first, and we make sure that they are uh, settled. That's the interpretation of the Gemara. But there's another interpretation uh, that we explain. <laughs> and it's based on what we've been talking about the whole week in our Dirashot. This week in the Kohelet, we said the Pasuk in Perikut Aleph, which we spoke about on Friday, which we spoke about on Shabbat, and I will speak about on uh, Sunday. The Pasuk says, Ten Helek the Gam Give Helek to the seventh, and also give Helek to the eighth. Now obviously Shalom Melech was not just giving us random uh, numbers 7, 8 obviously there was depth in his words so there's many Midrashim that explain this correlation between 7 and 8 one Midrash says as follows Ten Elu so the eight days of Hanukkah. Somehow the Gemara found a correlation, or the Midrash found a correlation between seven Sukkot, eight Hanukkah. So we explained it in the Shi'ur as follows. On Sukkot, there's another reason why we bring 70 parim Kenegan, the 70 nations it's not only to have kapara for them so we get rain but it's in order to neutralize them how do I know we're neutralizing them because you see mitma'atim on day one there's 13 and then we go to 12 and then we go to 11, and then we go to 10, that indicates that somehow the service of Sukkot is mitigating the Goyim. By the time you get to the last day of Sukkot, the last man standing is Am Yisrael. And Agabar fine, we got all the riffraff out of the way, bring me one par, have a sauda. that's a sauda of victory, that we were able to negate all the Umot why Davka on Sukkot? We cannot play uh, offense when we're playing defense. Before Sukkot, we're on defense because we have Averot. So we're too busy working to clean our own Averot, Kippurim. So how can we go now fight the Goyim? These guys have Averot themselves. So first we have to clean our own house. After Kippur is over, there's no Averot. Now God says, go, go take your weapon. What's the weapon? The lulav. The lulav is like a roma. And what do we do? 
which is represented by the Goyim no matter which direction they go we tell the Satan in your eyes we go, we go get him we can play an offensive position and every day of Sukkot when you shake me the Dulav it's able to mitigate the cohort of the Goyim that of course was Bizman Shebet HaMikdash Kayam the Kurbanot of Sukkot were very, very uh, significant. Uh, they had this, they had this kawah. And during the service of Sukkot, there was also a service called Misukha Mayim. Specifically on Sukkot, we would pour, besides wine on the Mizbaya. <coughs> the Mizbaya is the table of God. It has to have meat and wine. Otherwise, the table of God shouldn't be less than, than our table. But on Sukkot, they would add water simple reason we're being judged for water so we want to show God we're using the water for good things we're not making uh, water balloons we're taking the water and we're putting it on the on the Mizbayah using the water for the Mizbayah they deserve uh, more water that's a simple interpretation but we said a deeper interpretation why specifically on Sukkot they have the Anyana There's another way that Am Yisrael has an ability to protect themselves from the 70 nations, from the Goyim. Uh, what's that? Pasuk writes, Akol Kol Yaakov, Vayadai Midrasa. And the Gemara says, when the voice of Yaakov resonates in the Beit Midrash, Ela Yadayin Yadayisav. Yadayisav do not have any hold on us. It's spiritual, this is what I'm saying now, because you cannot explain it militarily. That how, if we're sitting and learning Daf Yomi, how does that somehow protect us from the Goyim? If you ask a general uh, Schwarzkopf in the army, he won't tell you that this really has too much bearing on national security. But I take uh, Yitzhak Abinu's word over General Schwarzkopf any day. And he said, Akol Kol Yaakov, says, Kol Kol Yaakov, It's very simple. So learning Torah clearly has an effect on minimizing the nations. So it's very comforting to us. Because you're going to say to yourself, Wow. We don't have this Kabbalot anymore. On Sukkot, uh, who's going to minimize all these uh, Goyim? You want me to read the Sefer Torah? The Sefer Torah is Zecher. Maybe you want to say it's like we're bringing it if you read the Kabbalot. Okay, fine, that's nice also. But at the end of the day, nobody's bringing these 70 Kabbalot. So the service on Sukkot was what? To remind us that there's another way. So what do we do on the Mizbeach? We pour Yayim and Mayim. Now, Yayin, what's the numerical value of Yayin? 70. Oh, that's the 70 nations. nations. And what's Mayim? And Mayim Ela Torah. And therefore, we pour both these items on the Mizbeah to say that Mayim is also able to mevatel the Yayin. That the 70 nations can be neutralized by the Mayim of Torah. Now, once we give that signal, 
That's why we say it's Halakhala Moshe Messinai, Halakhala Moshe Messinai, because Moshe Rabbeinu's Torah, Moshe Rabbeinu gave this, gave this to us. And said, what? Don't worry. Open the books. Open the books, read. Like we say the Syrians, we read. We don't learn, we read. Read, and Be'azat Hashem, it'll have the same, the same effect. This is very nice. Oh. There is a Gemara Shabbat. The Gemara Shabbat is talking about the mitzvah of lighting the menorah. So the Gemara over there says, how many lights are you supposed to light on the first night of Hanukkah? So, Bittadel says, well, how, many lights you, how many lights you want to light? Bittadel says, one. First night, one light. Second night, two lights. And then what? You go up. Very simple. And uh, so the last night you have eight. I understand that. Comes Bishamai, says, no. The first night, eight. First night, eight. And then how much on the second night? Seven. And then by the last night, one. So they tell him, Shemai, it's anticlimactic. By the last night of the holiday, already have one candle left. What kind of business is this? Where did you learn this from? You're questioning on me? Question the Bible. The Old Testament says, Pareahag. On Sukkot, didn't they bring 13 on the first day, and then 12 on the next day, and then 11? So you see, there's a precedent that what? That sometimes you go down. So we can't really bother Bet Shammai too much because he found a, a precedent that you see even in Torah you go down. But what the Gemara doesn't ask Bet Shammai is, okay, what's the connection to Sukkot and Arukah? So I'll show you 10 other places in the Torah where they went up. But for some reason you got hooked on uh, Sukkot. This is Hanukkah, this is Sukkot. Even though they're back-to-back holidays, I mean, you have Veterans Day in between, but we don't have Veterans Day. That's not, a, that's not one of our holidays. Thanksgiving was a new holiday. I don't count Thanksgiving either. But uh, right after Sukkot, the next holiday officially is uh, Hanukkah. Yeah, we, we beat, we beat this year we beat it. This year we beat it. We came, came together about the holiday. Same day, same day. But that's after. That's it. That's it. But the point is, the point is, uh, what, what is this connection? Connection is special. Because what does the menorah represent? <laughs> menorah represents chokhmah. Kiner mitzvah v'torah or. The Gemara says, if a person wants to become smart, when a person wants to pray to Amidah, if he wants to tap into the wisdom, wants to plug into the wisdom, <coughs> let him face due south. Why? Because the menorah used to be in the in the south. So the menorah is in the south. Somehow when you pray due south, it gives you chokhmah. Those that want wealth, do north. The shuhan is in the north, you tap into Panazah. Even Bismanazah. Even though today there's no shuhan and the Mizbeah, and there's no menorah, but since those directions were already earmarked throughout history, 800 years plus, there was a menorah, there was a shuhan, still those places have the shefa for Panazah and for chokhmah. I, I want both. So shaharit, you do one way, and I do another way. In Arabic, we see who you are. Arabic, we see that's the tilt. You probably be twice. Anyway, what happens? So what happens in the middle? You get nothing. You become a potty pish. So now what happens is, so now what happens is, so the menorah represents chokhmah. That means every time you're lighting the menorah, 
somehow it re-energizes the world with the Chokhmah of the Torah. And what do we say when this Chokhmah of the Torah of the world? The Guim are minimized. So Shammai is saying, we're talking about lighting a menorah, menorah is Torah. Isn't that exactly what Sukkot is? Sukkot is we're minimizing the power of the Guim. Not through Torah, through, through Korbanot. And therefore, Hanukkah is the same, is the same item. This is via Korban, this is via Chokmata Torah. But what's the difference? Nisukhamayim and Nisukhayayim told us that the way to destroy the Nisukhayayim is through the Nisukhamayim of the Torah. The seven days Mevatel through the, through the Mayim of Torah. So therefore, Bishamayim's analogy to, to Sukkot is a, is a spot on. It's a perfect analogy. <laughs> and the contrary, now we want to know what the Betelel say. But Bet Shammai's place is going to That means when you light, according to Bet Shammai, on the first day, lighting eight, and then you're lighting seven, which is minimizing the cohort of the Goheen, this light of the, of the menorah has a certain power to, to subjugate them. And that's what Shalom HaMelech meant in the Koyal. Tenhelek Neshiva'a, Which means Tenhelek Neshiva'a, that Shiva'at Yemeachag, that the Parim are Mitma'atim. And also the same principle that you gave to the Shavayim and Sukkot, the Gam Nishmona, give that same to the eight days of Hanukkah, because since they're following the same, uh, the same principle, so therefore there is a clear logic why those two holidays should be connected. And this other answer is obviously why Bet Shemai said to light eight and then go down. One of the answers is a Pashut answer. That actually the Maharsha says. So it's good to know whether he was talking about it. So we'll say it. Everybody knows the famous question of the Bet Yosef. They said, oh, they found a jug of oil. And it was only enough to last one day. And it lasted for eight days. So the Bet Yosef asks, well, there was no miracle the first night. Because the first night they had enough for the first night. So the miracle really was a seven day miracle. Why do we celebrate eight days? Oh, there's been books written on this uh, question. Everybody uh, gives an answer to the question of the Bet Yosef. Why do we do eight days? We should do seven days. That's the simple question. So what? The Mephashim explained as follows. When they put the uh, oil the first night, they put all the oil. They didn't know there was going to be a miracle. They didn't have the, the holiday of Hanukkah yet. They knew they had enough for one night. They said, listen, Allah, Allah, uh, we have enough for one night. They filled up the menorah. The menorah had seven, uh, seven branches. Seven branches. Shouldn't confuse it. The menorah that we liked is, yes. is a Hanukkah. It's not a menorah. The menorah the Beit HaMiyah had seven branches. Allah Understand that, Sam? Yeah, seven, that's seven. No, no, three, three, one. The menorah that we light for Hanukkah out of convenience, because it's an eight-day holiday, so we make it eight. But that's not the menorah the better. The menorah was seven. Anyway, so we take the menorah of seven branches, and we filled it up. We filled it up with oil. The next day when we came back, we saw a miracle that it says one-eighth of the oil burnt. Now that's a miracle, but one-eighth should burn the whole night. 
normally it takes the whole cup to burn. So retroactively they said, wow, you know something? It was a miracle the first night also. Oh, so very good. So Bet Shammai is so smart. He said, listen, we're celebrating Hanukkah. Don't you think we should commemorate the miracle? Which means what? On the second night, they put the remaining oil inside, which was seven-eighths. And all of a sudden, one-eighth went down. So it was a miracle on the second night. And then they put the remainders. So basically the miracle was, on the first night they put eight-eighths. On the second night, seven-eighths. And then six-eighths. And then five-eighths. So Bet Shammai says, you got to go down. Because if you want to commemorate the way the miracle happened, it happened eight, seven, six, five. So I'm not picking random just to go down to go down. I want the people to remember how the ness actually occurred. It happened in the... It was receding. So therefore, how are you going to remember that it was receding? So eight, seven, six. So therefore... Uh, we said the derasha on this that maybe Shabbat Mohammed was hinting to this uh, as well when he said then Ailek Lishmona which means then Ailek that is the Menorah the Beit HaMikdash the Menorah the Beit HaMikdash had had seven uh, sticks but from the way the miracle happened of the seven uh, sticks in the Menorah Vegam Lishmona which means from the menorah of seven, we end up getting a menorah of eight. Ten chilek l'shemah. Why say ten chilek? Because the way they put the chilek, the oil only lit, lit in halakim. It only lit in part. So therefore, since ten chilek l'shemah, that only a chilek of the oil lit every single night. So So when you celebrate Hanukkah, you have to celebrate it in the way... It happened. And since the Shiva was Helik the Shiva, it was only Helik of the oil that listed the Shiva. So the Shabbat says, shouldn't, uh, shouldn't the Edith of Hanukkah follow the same uh, procedure as that? That's another Dirasha. We said a lot of Dirashot on this Pesukh uh, the whole week. One, uh, one other Dirasha that I don't know if we said it. Uh, the Rebbe Shai gave a lot of dirashot on this uh, on this pasuk. But there's another dirash, and we'll conclude with this. <coughs> Last night we talked about Menashe Nefraim. We said a big hadush on Menashe Nefraim. The whole machloket between Yosef and Yaakov. What's the what's the proper mahalach? Is Ephraim come before Menashe? Does Menashe come before Ephraim? Yaakov says, you're right, Yadati bini Yadati, I know more than you. you. You only to come up to the last generation, I, I got to go to the last generation. So you see, Kelech It's interesting. But I didn't say it last night, but I'll just point it out today. Why didn't Yaakov Abinu move them? What is the Benesi Kelech Because really, in principle, Menashe should come first. Teshuvah comes before... So he couldn't move them. Moving them means that this system here is is wrong. So he had to keep the system in place, but he just had to say, So both systems now are viable. If he would have moved them, that would have been And that's not so. Until that point, Yosef is right. So the Sikel just puts another option in the, the right, doesn't negate the first, just creates a second 
That's like an option. That's a plot that I think is, uh, you know, important to mention. Anyway, part of that blessing was that Yaakov tells Ephraim uh, bin Hashem, says, oh, he says to Yosef, these uh, gentlemen over here, Ephraim bin Hashem, Kiruven Veshemonim, he just upgraded them. Which means they were sitting in the back of the plane in coach. They weren't Shabbatim. They were grandchildren. Right? Grandchildren of Yaakov, nothing to be embarrassed of. All of a sudden, Yaakov tells them, come sit in the front of the plane. What happens? Huh? Congratulations. You are now officially a Shevet. Shevet Menasheh, Shevet Ephraim. Wow! That means he split Yosef into, into two. Now, Yosef doesn't mind. It's Kabot, as grandchildren upgraded as uh, Shevatim. That's an incredible uh, thing. I'm giving a silly mashah. I'll coach the first class. This is time. This is forever now. So he told them that you're going to see. Only question is, and he told them the second thing. He told them that Ephraim uh, comes first. Why did Ephraim come first? Ephraim represented Torah, and Menashe represented business. Menashe was a businessman in Egypt. Well, he wasn't a businessman, he was the uh, diplomat. And Ephraim sat and learned. So Yaakov was saying, sending a message also to his grandchildren that although you're both Sadiqim, Hasidim, Kedoshim, Teorim, Shevatim, but the tilt goes to Ephraim because after all, he studies Torah, Menashe, you're in. But so we need to see two things here now. We need to find a source. Not that Hasidim was questioning Yaakov Abinu's uh, uh, blessing. But we need to see proof that number one, it came true that Ephraim goes before Menashe, and we need to see also that they're considered tribes, which means okay, that's Parashat Vayhi. Now I have the rest of the Torah ahead of me, so I have to now find that God agrees with Beracha, which is maybe now when I'm going to see the counting of the tribes, I'm going to see twelve tribes and Ephraim and Menashe not included. And I'll see the Torah is going to put Menashe first and Ephraim. So then I say, well, God must have not agreed with the Berakah of Yaakov. I mean, just because the, the, uh, the Sadiq gives the Berakah, means God has to agree with it always. Maybe God will say to the Sadiq, that's what you said. I'm not interested in such a changing of the whole uh, sphere of Shemateen. So we need to look for a proof in the Torah that Bore Olam agreed with the Barakah of the Tzaddik. Where's the Hamash? Where's the Hamash? You don't have to go to... No, this is uh, Ansh. Where, where do you see it? We're going to read it this week, as a matter of fact. Yeah, we got open up Parashah. Naso. Ah, Naso. Naso is Long Island. So over here it talks about the Nisi'in, the Presidents. Every day when they inaugurated the Mishkan, which is Tuesday's inauguration, they have the Mishkan, which is Nisan. So every day another tribe brought a Korban. Start. What are you saying? What happened to the Uved? Come on, Yehuda, Yehuda is the Melech. So on the first uh, day of the uh, inauguration, it's okay, uh, we need an inaugural Qurban by a Shevet. Who's going first? Come on, Yehuda. 
He brings the Qurban. Okay, Bayo Mashini, Nitanel bin Suar, Yisachar. Nitanel Yisachar, Tamil Hakam. After Yehuda is the king, I can't go to the Melech, no problem. Also Tamil Hakam. Yisachar, also the rabbi. The Shemir Yisachar sat in the Torah. Come on, Yisachar, bring the second Qurban. Bayo Mashini, she didn't see the Vizivulun. Torah is very, very kind. Zivulun supports Yisachar. So what Zivulun says, what? I support him all year long. Are you going to put me last online uh, because I was in Hong Kong all year long trying to support uh, so I, I lose out? You understand me? I have to give you without first. He's the king. Of course, I don't expect to come before. And the rabbi is Sakhar. I don't expect to go before the rabbi. But you'll go third. Third, not bad. All the other shimatees. How come this guy goes before? He's a businessman. The guy comes to the Mishbao, he's a tache case, and uh, with all his money jingling. This guy's a big guy. He supports all the hachamim. Without his shimunun, nafi is Sakhar. So they give him an upgrade. They let him go uh, third. That's a nice, it's uh, a nice uh, kavod. So you king, rabbi, businessman. That's a uh, wow. I'm sure there's a lot of other people in between, but he got himself because he supports. Uh, he bought, he bought that slot. He bought it. Okay. Sometimes you have to pay for your alamabah. It's not a problem. But you may be Okay. Now we got to go back to the protocol. We got we got everybody out of the way. Reuven's the bechor. So we, we knocked them out for side reasons, but now you can't just knock them out. Humbahi, humbahi, let's go back to the rules. Therefore, go back to the Bechor. Bring back the Uven. Okay, the Uven. Bayom Amishi, Shimon. I followed the order, the Uven, Shimon. Which is what's going to happen if you skip Shimon. You went back to the Uven, now you go back to the end of the row. Hey, I'm number two in the slot. Chavon, Shimon, Chavon. Whoa, okay, whatever happened. Whatever happened, now all of a sudden, uh, the order goes haywire. Reuven we did. Shimon we did. Levi doesn't bring a Qurban. Levi is uh, the Quranim. So Reuven, Shimon, Levi doesn't matter. Yehuda. Well, Yehuda won. Yisachar Zivunun went. Okay, so now what do you want to do? So now we have the Benesh Pahot. We have... Dan ben Aftali, Gad Bashir. So we can pick which ones we want to give first. You want to give Dan ben Aftali? You want to give Gad Bashir? Okay. Whatever reason, we're going to give God a kabod. Uh, but they will explain it. Okay. So now who's, who's God represented by Elias Abin Well, Okay, doesn't matter. The names are not important. Day seven, they tell uh, Ephraim, uh, excuse me, I'm not a Shevet. Uh, this is only for the Shevatim. No, 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 you're a Shevet. Now, this one here was from God. God already established the order, and God established who brings. So, from this pursuit, you see two things. Number one, you see he's upgraded as a tribe, and you see he's going first, because who's Bayom? On the eighth day, who brought Menashe? So you see from these two days over here that the Berachab Yaakov Abinu came true in full. And that's what Shilomo Amalek was hinting. Ten Helek Lishva. Begab Lishmona. Helek Lishvazu, the Yom Shivi Nasilum Ne Ephraim. Vegam Lishmona. But you see, it says Vegam. Vegam is secondary. 
וגם השמונה ביום השמיני נשיא לבני מנשה. So from this פסוק you see, ביום השמיעי, ביום השמיני, that the Rechav Yaakov came true in both levels. Number one, that they were upgraded as Shabbati, and number two, the Torah says he's right. Ephraim comes before Menashe. Baruch Adonai. Amen.